Welcome to Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and the new generation of matchmakers, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly six years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 11 of Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti Pineda. And we're the Conti sisters, and we can't wait to talk about love and relationships with you today. So I want to just first start off by saying I'm so sorry that we had to take a two-week hiatus. We have been absolutely inundated um just totally swamped so we're really sorry um but we're back christina yeah we're back and we've also been working on something special for you yes videos a little reveal on yeah on on social media Mm -hmm. yeah our videos so you guys can see what we look like as well your beautiful faces and get some more dating advice on specific topics yeah so that's that's been really fun um so let's begin with hot topics um so obviously the bachelorette is finished but we did get (laughs) it never ends ends. (laughs) the bachelor will always be a bit of a topic with us but There was the breakup, the um, Nick Vale, Vale, Nick Vale, whatever, right, and right, Vanessa, right. Um, <clears throat> and they just broke up. Right. Um, and so I actually, um, Elite Daily hit me up and asked me what I thought about the breakup and was it did everyone see it coming and of right course, and that article yeah. is on our on our Facebook page yeah so definitely check it out and my answer um was of course I feel like I feel like I definitely saw it coming um I feel like most of Bachelor Nation saw it coming um and was this couple destined for failure Christina do you know anything about these people or no let me do a fact check with you okay was he the Bachelor before Rachel Yes, he was the bachelor before Rachel. Was the bachelorette. He, okay. um, it was the season of Corinne, like the Corinne season, and he basically and he Rachel was, a was very, on his yeah. Rachel show? was on okay. his it was on his season. He was a very unpopular bachelor, right? Um, because he, he was originally the villain. Oh, um, in he Andy's con- season, okay, he was a contestant on Andy's season, and, and he, was on, he the- was on another season. He was on um, oh, what's her name, Caitlyn's season. Oh, was he on Bachelor in Paradise? And he slept as well? with Caitlyn during the filming. Oh, I remember yeah. that when he was in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He slept with They were Caitlin. in Germany. Were they in Germany? Oh my god, that's such a random Yeah, I remember, remember that. Yeah. I think I think and he was the one that she the more mysterious one. Well, I, he was just kind of yeah, he was I don't know. They Ooh. had this amazing connection in Germany. Yeah. They went to the cathedral. Oh, yeah. You, I remember how, that. Did you see I, this? I don't know how. Maybe previews. I think you I watched one episode with, with you and, and that, that was, was the, the one episode. <gasps> episode. And then you that's when you decided you could never watch again because you felt like it had just been completely <laughs> too, too debaucherous. No. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think that the thing that I found with this couple and I think that a lot of people can kind of relate to this even if they don't watch The Bachelor or if they if they're just not fans at all Um, the the issue with Nick and Vanessa was that their relationship was caustic 
So even oh. viewers were able to see that mm. there, the way that they interacted, obviously there was a lot of passion there, but it was almost this like caustic passion mm. and very challenging um, challenging. They okay. showed that on the season? Yeah, they did. That's why really? people at the end, and then, then for After the Final Rose, yes, they got engaged, but then during After the Final Rose, Vanessa just, they, they have these screenshots of Vanessa looking like she was at a morgue. Like, she looked so just upset. They, did you they watch look happy. Did I? Did you watch it? Of, of course. course. Was she, did you get that impression of, of her? Yeah. When she was, not they just were from both, the photos. No, 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 no. They were both yeah. just really, like, more, it was very morbid. Like, it was very, like, and they said, you know, relationships are hard. But my point here is mm-hmm. that it doesn't even matter about them. I more want it to, I more want it to relate to real world relationships mm-hmm. and how, people can see some red flags in their own relationships. So uh, my thinking is, you know, I think that in a positive relationship that is long-term or could lead to Mm long-term, the relationship should not begin in a caustic manner. It should not be a challenging relationship. Yes, I do think it is important to challenge each other to be the best version of yourself, to be better people, but it shouldn't be something where the way that you communicate is kind of combative. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people see that and they experience those feelings and then they equate that with passion. But combativeness and passion are two very different things and when you're combative yes there is passion there because if you're attracted to each other that makes for you know a very exciting you know thing but in the long run that will burn out that's Mm -hmm. like a you know when you go to the club that's like one of the those really those spark things that they bring with like the bottle of Dom and that like all the girls are walking in with like the bottle of the you know what I mean (laughs) All right, this is back in the club. I'm, like, reverting back to the club days. But... Interesting metaphor. No, well, no, but those burn out in, like, less than five minutes. Like, less than a minute, they're out. But they're big. So you want a fire. You want something where you're adding logs to it. It's getting bigger, and it can last. Right. So anyway, yeah, I would say that I've... What I've learned also being a matchmaker for the past six years, I... I've had a couple guys bring out to me and say, I want a non-combative relationship. Like, they've said that to me. Like, I don't want a cost. I don't want a combative. I don't want to be, like, trying to one-up her all the time. And I was, and when I've heard that a couple times, I was like, that is so eloquently put, you know? Yeah. Right. And I think there's definitely something there that you want to be able to challenge each other to grow, Mm -hmm. but we as we've seen people who are caustic and combative in their nature as they are as a single person Mm -hmm. are not ready for a relationship no you get two of those together it's going to spontaneously combust Mm -hmm. and leave ruin Mm -hmm. it's just yeah some people might think that oh that's just so passionate and i've i have heard people Mm -hmm. express that and people ask to be matched with people who are quote unquote crazy but yeah we've actually had yeah, we have it's bizarre we when they say that, that right they're like I want someone who's crazy because that makes them feel something right right yeah. and if that's something you're thinking about you're not alone but I would challenge you to examine that 
and work try to work through that journal about what is it about these people that what is that feeling that you're getting and maybe what is a healthier way to get that feeling mm-hmm. and i can t- i can promise you that with the right person you're going to have passion there but it's you're also becoming a better person in the relationship it's yes. not you two selfish people who are just trying to get their way and fight mm-hmm. about it that is going that's a recipe for divorce yeah it really it's is it's a recipe it for really divorce is. and you don't want to put your children through no, that no and you know what it's so funny also because i think that this really lends itself to like i've had a lot of even girlfriends say to me they're now with really great guys really nice guys like one of my girlfriends in particular she's with a great guy right now but she's like i don't know if that passion is there yeah. and i and 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 like i was listening to her and it's almost like she was she's and she's been through it she's been with right. awful, awful so she's seen the awful, awful the other guys side, right? she's been with really Really bad guys but the problem is she has now she is now telling herself and she's conditioned herself to think that the way the treatment like that kind of treatment can be addicting like that kind of um oh my gosh I said that I was gonna look this up for this episode the um uh, the, the the what's it called when it's with the mouse and the they're getting cocaine I've ta- I, ta- I feel like I talk about this all the time it's a are you looking it up right now hold on we're Google really I'm googling this um it's about. it's like it's uh not norm it's not um Okay, I can't, I, I, whatever. I will come back to you with it. But basically, the kind of treatment that F-boys give you or that guys that are, you know, bare minimum bros, which we'll get into, like, or the, the guys that are, you know, breadcrumbing, which is also another thing that we'll, we'll right, get we'll to. About that today. is, that brings up the level of, um, it just, it can be addicting essentially when minimal right. um oh my god i'm i'm literally i'm i'm missing this i'm missing this word christina why don't you say something and i'm gonna google this um sure. sounds good well i was just thinking about the the kinds of people who want to get into these relationships and how as we were talking about passion is mistaken for love and that is not love so we went from in the beginning discussing is this relationship doomed doomed for failure and it is because love is patient love is kind there are so many characteristics of love that this extreme passion does not provide so before you get into a relationship make sure that you know what conflict resolution is you know how to handle that and your relationship is going to have t- down times whatever mm-hmm. even if we're the most amazing man in the world or the most amazing woman in the world there are going to be things that you're going to disagree about without needing to have a blow-up fight about it and or disagreeing about every single thing you're going to have those times and those times yes they're painful but they're going to bring if you handle them in the right way they'll bring you closer together afterwards you'll go into deeper communication So I would say communication skills are key to prepare yourself for, just read some books about this. Read some articles about this. Okay, great. Awesome. You know what? I can't find what I'm trying to find. Let's move on. Let's move on. But anyway, so let's now talk about breadcrumbing. 
So um, we actually had a listener, thank you so much, um, write to us on Facebook. So you can get in contact with us in a few different ways. Another listener told me that we needed to let you guys know how to get in contact with you guys. So you can get into contact with us a few different ways. You can send us um, a message on Facebook. You can send us uh, at Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. You can email us at um, Nina. Nina's our assistant. Nina at matchmakersinthecity.com. Um, so there are a couple different ways of getting in touch. Go on our website. Yeah, go on the website. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but Okay, so breadcrumbing. So one of our, um, a, a lovely young woman said, can you please talk about breadcrumbing? I'm dealing with it. I think right now it's driving me insane. So, okay, breadcrumbing. Oh my gosh. What is it? Why is it happening? What do you do? So right. what is breadcrumbing? So essentially, breadcrumbing means that you're in a relationship, and we'll just do guy, girl right now. Right. Um so you're in a relationship with a guy who is is this giving applies you, for men as well yeah, as yeah. well. So I'm just but, saying exactly, but um, who's giving you like little breadcrumbs? So maybe so he's not essentially boils down. He's not consistent. He's texting you maybe once every five days, right. but um, he's maybe asking you out once a month, twice right. a month. He's just giving you the bare minimum, but but he's continuously giving right. you the bare minimum. He's not ghosting you. He's just giving you little crumbs. And he's like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm free Thursday, but I'm not free the entire weekend. Or like, oh, I'm free Sunday, but I'm not free Friday or Saturday. Or our, you know, so so this is breadcrumbing. And he keeps you hanging on because you're like, right. oh, but he hasn't ghosted me. We're we're dating. Um, I love he's it. He's busy. I spend time with yeah, him. we have a great time together. Right. So why is this happening? <sighs> so I think that these guys, a lot of times, these are guys. The guys who are breadcrumbing you are not looking for a relationship. They're not ready for a relationship, and they're not looking for a relationship. And it really doesn't matter if you're the most incredible woman in right. the world. It doesn't matter exactly. if you're Beyonce, honey. It doesn't matter. You, these guys right. are not, are they're just not at a place where they're looking for something consistent. And a re they want a relationship, but they don't want, a relationship not they don't not even they don't want a relationship with you they just don't want to do the work that it takes to be in a relationship they want your company but they want to have their cake and eat it too they also want the company of other women right. or their focus is work but a lot of times though like work can very much be an excuse okay if a guy is busy and he is, listen, you know, we've worked with a ton of probably the most busy men in the world who are, like, running the world. And women. And women. And when you like someone, you make the time exactly. for them. And you make it a priority You make life. it a priority. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um... So yeah, so when you're breadcrumbed, it puts women in just such a really hard position because they're not getting anything. They're getting something, but why accept crumbs when you deserve a cupcake, okay? So Christina, what do you think, what do you do when you're being breadcrumbed? Like what is a girl to do when she's like, okay, this guy is breadcrumbing me? Right. I would definitely open the lines of communication with him. And mm -hmm. the first thing 
to the next time you see him or even a phone call, whatever it is. If you're seeing him soon, great. If not, give him, just have a call and just tell him that I think you're great. It's just I would love to see more of you or mm -hmm. uh, we have been seeing each other. And this, of course, is if you've been seeing each other for a while, not just maybe a date or two. I would yeah. say that's the, the communication should slowly build from when you first meet to when you're in a relationship and then when you... But I find it to be quite consistent when it's a when it's a good relationship. Not every man is like that, Alessandra. There are some men who are less communicative than others, okay. and and that's just that's just the nature of. of I understand, people. but I, it's also consistency within the communication. Right. Right. So it's right. the thing is, I'm not saying they have to text you every day, but I am saying that you should hear from them once every two or three days. Like, right. that should be a constant thing. They should be planning with you. And even yeah. if they're not in such text frequency with you, maybe yeah. you talk once a week. And that's that's your communication. And you have a plan. And you have a plan, and exactly. And as, as everyone knows on the podcast, the hottest thing in the world is a, is a man, man with, with a plan. plan. We exactly. love planners. That is so beautiful. And... I agree with you, Christina. I think that I think that when when you're dealing with a guy who's breadcrumbing you, I think it's important to kind of, you know, confront, but not in a confrontational manner. Definitely. So it if it is like maybe next time he texts you, just pick up the phone and give him a call and yeah. just say, Hey, you know, I Or tell him to text him saying, Oh, I'd love to talk to you later. Give me a call later. Yeah, give me a call. I if love that. You don't want to call him. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like I'd love yeah, give me a call later and we can chat. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh so much to tell you call me later right like oh my gosh I have so much to tell you call me later right. like that's great that's adorable but I think that it is important to you're you're only like for women I always tell them that all you need to do is just like express kind of what you want yeah. so then a guy can kind of understand okay this is what I this is what the girl wants right. and how can I make this how can what can I do and is this something I want to do exactly. to, to make her happy? So if it mm. is next time you talk on the phone or even you might want to wait until your next date. Right. And it's it's really effective when you say it in person and when right. you're like, I like I always tell women, be very upfront. If planning is a big thing for you, like I know for me, I'm the least spontaneous person in the world. Yep. I need a plan. I'm the same way. Exactly. Like we have really busy schedules. Yep. They fill up really quickly. The weekends are very, very sacred. Mm -hmm. So whenever, if you're, if you're like me and you have a busy schedule, well, when you begin dating a guy, I always tell women on the first or first one or two dates, just let the guy know, like, I am such a planner. I love a plan. The hottest thing in the world to me is a guy who plans. Like, when you say that, the guy will then say, oh, okay, totally. Right. Let me know. If a guy likes you, he's going to now calibrate his behaviors to bring that so that he's, so that you're now excited by his behaviors. Right, right. So he wants to make you happy. Put it out there. Put out what you but want. He's a good guy. He wants yeah, to make you happy. Exactly. A man like instruction manual. It's true. They men like instruction. Are, it's true. Like as much as men want a woman who's mysterious, they also don't want to they don't want someone who they absolutely have no idea how to make happy. Right. But if you put it out there, the different things that make you happy, then then that and and it's this this is the biggest thing in my opinion when it comes to breadcrumbing guys because right. the whole point is when you're dating someone, you actually want to be seeing them. You don't want to just be pen pals with them. Exactly. So you can even text him like you can text him OMG so much to tell you I feel like you're my pen pal 
Like, that's an amazing text to send to a breadcrumber. Yeah, okay? thank you, Matthew Hussey. I think that's yeah, Matthew Hussey Yeah, I think line. Matthew said something like that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 oh, I, I, the so much to tell you is all me. Right. But, oh my gosh, the I have so much pal. to tell you. I feel like you're my pen pal. Ha ha. Like, making it funny, but at the same time being like, I, like, want to see you. Yeah, and, want, and, yeah exactly. Like, if want. I'm dating you, I want to see you more. So, put it out there and then step back and see what he does. Right. If he continues his breadcrumbing behavior... After you've talked to him and we're clear that what you're looking for, what you want, you want to be able to get to know him more and see him more. Maybe it's once a week that you like to see each other if you're both really, really busy and that's not possible. But you have to say it in a way that isn't demanding. And that's the thing. It's, It's... I feel like if you already have to say this to a guy... I understand, but Christina, there are women. The reason why women are in breadcrumbing situations is because they like this guy and they want to spend time with him. They like him. They maybe they're doing something in their minds. Women always think that it's our fault. We always demonize ourselves. We say, "Oh my gosh, it's my fault. I wasn't clear with him." And you know what? A lot of times it's not your fault at all, but one time out of ten, one time the guy really just doesn't know. So you do have to spell it out for him a little more explicitly than with another guy. Maybe he just dated a woman who didn't want to see him all the time. So I like to come from a place, give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Say, you know what? He doesn't know. So I just express to him what I want, and then let me step back and see what happens. I love that. thing is if he continues his behavior if you accept crumbs you will end up in a a crummy crummy relationship relationship, okay Mm -hmm. so you need to shift you need to then see is this something I want to be a part of is this going to feed me no no breadcrumbs don't feed you honey there's so many analogies with this because I I get I get starving when I'm fed when I have breadcrumbs are you kidding me you get a little taste then you're craving it and you're like oh my gosh I just want the cupcake just Give me the cupcake. Right. But the thing is, you it, it, even if you like, it's like it, and this is what it's like mm-hmm. a drug addiction. It is. You, you yeah. can't have just a little bit. Yeah. It's it's going to make you want more, and that's mm-hmm. why you might think, oh, just one more time seeing him, or one mm-hmm. more time whatever you're doing with him. Hopefully, you're not sleeping with him at this point. But mm-hmm. just know it's like a drug. Yeah. So and the inconsistent the stay inconsistent away. attention is mm-hmm. what is what hooks women. Right. Because it's inconsistency yeah. Yeah. and that is when they don't that know high and then brings you really low. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful thing to know, ladies, is that when you are with a guy who's consistent, it's consistent affirmation. Mm-hmm. So you're consistently getting that little high. Exactly. And it, maybe it's not maybe you're not like <gasps> off the like but it's a consistent feeling of like oh my gosh like it's a consistent affirmation right. and it is like oh my gosh that's so exciting like a secured, a it's a secure and mm-hmm. it, it's a, exciting when something is consistent it's exactly. it's a totally it it's a different feeling completely because I've been in both situations myself and I know that the, when it's consistent it's amazing right. it's beautiful those that's real those are sparks that's not just hormones like that is mm. that is genuine but when it's inconsistent that's when it's it's more in your head and it's more that 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 um that affirmation that inconsistent affirmation right. so ladies I'm a petri dish I'm telling you consistency is key you want that consistent affirmation 
give him that shot, though. Right. Give him a give chance. Him a chance. Don't just write him off immediately because you're like, oh, he's breadcrumbing me. I'm done. Right. Because then you'll regret it, and then you might go back to him in a year exactly. thinking it was your fault, and then you'll go through the whole trauma that you just went through. Right. So it's best, I always say, ring the washcloth, girls. Mm-hmm. So if you are in a situation where I like I like think of a washcloth okay and you want to just really you just use the washcloth you just wash your face you want to wring that washcloth dry mm-hmm. so you know you did everything in your power right. to make it something and then once you have you can hang it up to dry okay mm-hmm. or you'll maybe he'll change and be an amazing guy right and now a word from a company that we absolutely love a hidden gem off bustling La Brea Avenue in Los Angeles, California, Wild serves organic wines and European-American cuisine and is the perfect place for a date, a girl's night out, or just to nurse a delicious glass of wine by yourself. Female owner Lorna showcases lots of female winemakers, and the restaurant bar has tons of fun events and mixers, from wine tastings and book clubs to game nights and even flower and wine pairings. You can reserve on www.wildla.com. That's W-I-L-D-E-L-A.com. Okay, guys. So we have a very special edition of Boy Bye, Boy Bye. Christina? It's called Girl Bye. (laughs) (laughs) As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day we date coach men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. This week, we have a special edition of Boy Bye, appropriately titled Girl Bye. In Girl Bye, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics to help men understand the mind of a woman. Ooh, love it. Okay, she says that she only wants to be friends. Girl Bye or Game On? Oh my gosh, this is tough. Christina, yeah, what, what do you have to That's think tough. About so this? you want to. Stay out of the friend zone, which is yeah. we did. It, we just did a video of how to get out of the friend, friend zone. zone for men. Yeah, for men. But mm. I would say sometimes people make that pronouncement too soon. So you might want to still just take her up on her offer. Maybe get to know her a little bit more. But so if you, say you game feel on? like, yeah, I would say game on. If you feel like after you've tried a little bit more. Yeah. Then it's definitely just friends. Yeah. Then you you should move on. My thinking here is if you are just it really friend zoning it right now, and then you all of a sudden profess your feelings for her, she'll say, "I just want to be friends." But if you kind of if you're if you pull back and watch, we'll, we're posting the video really soon about how to get out of the friend zone. Right. But once you've pulled back a little, once you if you've asked her out on a date, you're on the date, and then you like lean in for a kiss, and she says, "Oh, I just want to be friends." She just wants to be friends. Like she's not yeah, into take it. Take it slow, especially if you're transitioning from a friend yeah, to yeah. And it, but a if she, she needs but that's to shift a, her thinking. She does. She needs to start seeing you in the realm of a potential suitor. And she may not have thought about you that way, or she may have thought about you that way, but has was dating someone else, or just kind of, you know. So it, it is important though when she does say it, just accept it. So I would say, girl, bye. Mm-hmm. Like if a girl says, I. Just want to be friends. That's the nicest right. way of saying like I'm not romantically interested, interested in right. you. And I especially you if you've done 
the whole like all of our tips on how to get out of the friend, the friend zone. zone right. But if you just say it, like you should never just be like, "Hey, randomly one day, hey, so uh, I want to date you." Right. There's no need to get an answer right away like that. But if she is already offering that information without you specifically asking, then you should move on. Yeah. But definitely. if, for instance, you ask, so if you ask her out. And she's saying, I want, just want to be friends. Okay, just move on. Yeah. But if you are, you're unsure where it is and there's no, before you ask her out, you, I would make sure that you just ask her out instead of asking, do you want to be friends? Yeah. Do you understand that? And no, no. So basically what you're saying yeah. is instead of making a pro- proclamation, I like you, I've had these feelings for you for years or like right, ever since right. I met you, I know we were just friends, but I love you. Right. Like, don't do that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> don't do don't that. Don't confess. Yeah. Ask out. Yeah. Do not confess. <laughs> Ask out. Because then it also puts you in a way less vulnerable position. It also puts you in the light of being a potential romantic partner for her. And then you go to, like, a wine bar or somewhere romantic um, that you can then just start seeing each other in that light. Because it really does make a big difference. Um, Okay, great. Let's move on. She talks to you about other guys that she's into. Girl, bye, or game on. I would say definitely girl by. That is a clear, clear sign that she's not thinking of you as a as a man, a potential man for her (sighs) her life. Yeah, I mean, this one is tricky though because again, I mean, sometimes you sometimes maybe if this is a situation, okay, if this is a situation where. You had a girlfriend when you first met, but you guys really hit it off. You really connected. You found, you, you like, you know, sometimes you just click with people. You now have broken up with your girlfriend and now you're spending more time together. Mm. And she may just be trying to, you know, to, to be like, oh yeah, well I'm dating this guy and this guy and that like, so that's one situation where I would Mm. say maybe game on but you don't know unless until you have asked her out exactly you You don't make your intention intention is clear but in a in a subtle subtle way way. and that's a fine line to walk totally it needs to be clear but it needs to be subtle right because she can't feel pressured but she also needs to know like she should be like oh like yeah I'm going like to this like wine bar which is definitely like on Friday night with you know Jeff or whatever and you know I never yeah and then her girlfriend's oh my god like you're just going together like is that a date and she's like I don't know is it a date and then obviously pay for it like you know just make it a date okay right and then you can well we've said you should say you'll see partly in the in the video what to do when you're on that date to get out of the friend zone beautiful okay and then um next she doesn't reach out to you first girl by or game on oh god this is this is a the really annoying one to have to date coach no (laughs) of course game on of Of course. course men you are the pursuers you are the men you are the leaders so feel free to reach out to her she probably doesn't reach out to men first. If she does, fine, but don't expect it. It's just very uncommon. Even yeah. I'm like super feminist. I am 
totally like, you know, girl boss, blah, 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 all of that. I know about heteronormative paradigms. I choose to live my life in the realm of feminine and masculine. So I think that that needs to be said. And we do date coach in that manner as well. Um, but even I, like I, I, I 100% would I don't you don't reach out to guys you just did you ever reach out to Dan no like I maybe occasionally I told him like once you've been yeah I mean but once you've been dating for a little bit that's a different story but especially in the beginning I think that it is kind of the guys it's the guys duty like to 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 reach out and of course once you've been dating like I and what I I actually wrote this article that you guys should totally read I will post it on Facebook it's like 10 definitive rules of texting while dating mm. And one of the rules is for every three times he reaches out, you should you should feel comfortable to reach out once. And like because you don't want to be bombarding him. Like mm-hmm. if it might be a girl who's like, oh, my God, I just really, really, really want to text him like da, 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 da. that's fine. But just let him kind of do the pursuing because you want to make sure that like he's interested in you. And yes, it sounds gamey, but like it's not a game. It's just you don't want to be too available. You don't want to be pursuing him when he should really be pursuing you. So. Right. And if you don't feel comfortable doing that after every three, that's fine. But just make sure he knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- okay. <laughs> okay. You just threw that down. So no, you, no. I the, what I said, said. What I said. What I date coach are. I what I date coach is if you don't want to be texting the guy, which I don't think you should. You just tell him that you're more old school. You're more old fashioned. Yeah. And you you don't reach out to men first. Yeah. And you that's ha- what you it should is. literally say that because that kind of goes into another thing that it, it goes back to breadcrumbing where the guy may not know. Right. So you want to kind of come at it like he really. You want to come at it. People are confused these days. Yeah. So you need to make sure that it's he knows. It's very confusing. That and then as soon as he knows that he'll understand it a lot more. Yeah. He just needs the the guidebook. Right. Of of to how to make you happy. And, and get your heart. Okay, great. So our final, well, our next segment is Mansers. Even though we, you may think that mostly women listen to our podcast, we actually have a ton of male listeners. We want to make sure that their voices were heard, so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought to our attention this week. Okay. I'm an old school guy, and I like to do things the right way. I hold myself to a high standard. If I'm interested in a woman, I call her the next day. However, my female friend told me that's too much. Women now would get scared away by that. What do you think? And this is from Old School Gent. (laughs) That's cute. Oh, this is really hard. So here's the thing. I think that a call the next day, like say you've gone on a date. A call the next day is a little much. Hmm. Like, it's a little too much too soon. Right. Oh, my gosh. I just saw him less than 24 <laughs> hours ago. Like, mm. like, give me some time to calibrate and just, like, kind of step back and miss you. Like, let right. me miss you a little bit. Right. And like, I think something that we can use a little analogy here is a painting and a masterpiece painting. There needs to be space. It's not just tons of people in the painting usually there there's space so that you can see the perspective you can see that's a very important part of this masterpiece that goes into what you're saying about needing time to miss him 
Yeah, so I what we would tell you to do, old school gent, is calling is wonderful and great, especially if you're not a big texter. Um, so you might want to shoot her a text the next day, but wait, wait a little later in the yeah, day. Like exactly. don't like the second you wake up, be like, hey, like the, the day after you just went out on your first date. So uh, this is first date only because it's it's nice when you are dating and you get a text in the morning from a guy. I love that. Um, but. But so what I would say is if after the first date, wait until like eight the next night and shoot her a text saying, hey, Jessica had so much fun last night. I'll give you a call sometime this week mm-hmm. because we love we love to day coach that because it it again, there's that mystery. Right. And it can be even more earlier evening after five. Yeah. So go to work. Miss her. Do your thing, honey. Do your thing, honey. I do love that. And I I think that there are some women who love phone calls and I don't but you might even talk about that on your date of I'm I'm a c I'm a phone call person. Are you or do you prefer texts? Yeah. Because there are some women who chivalry is their their bread and butter. They love it. And they will really appreciate it if you're extremely chivalrous. And then there are other women who love chivalry but just don't really like to talk on the phone, like me. Right? There are <laughs> I, some people like I that. I really am not a big phone call person. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm like, if I'm gonna talk to you on the phone, I would just much rather see you, unless I like couldn't see you this week or like there's something big to talk about. But like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it does vary person to person. But it if does. a guy does call. It does. It is really nice when a guy calls, but I think it's good to say that text so you're not, so right. the girl isn't completely taken off guard, right. so that she kind of knows to expect it, A, but also she's expecting it, so therefore she's excited, and she's, like, waiting for it, not waiting by the phone, but, like, you know, she's excited for it. Anticipating so, it, I yeah, would say, is the right word. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful. Great. Well, Great. thank you, old school gent, for upholding your chivalrous values. Yes, thank you. And now for our last segment, catching up with the Contis. Yes. What's going on this upcoming week for us? Christina, what's going on with you? Let's see. Well, Didn't you just go to an event last night or something? N- yeah. No, no, I was, last weekend I was at Six Flags with Dan's oh. work. Oh, <laughs> so cute. That was a lot of fun. And then this week yeah. I have a, a, a Catholic conference in Anaheim so that should be oh I love it oh my gosh that's so fun so last week I had Catchella which I've been gearing up for for a year (laughs) so Catchella I'm not sure if you guys watch the Chelsea Handler show I think it's called just Chelsea so one of my really 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 good girlfriends Kat actually has her own segment on the Chelsea show so um you guys should definitely check it out it's on Netflix it's amazing so Kat it's literally like it's called cat and she does these like little funny skits at, at pretending she's like chelsea it's so funny you guys need to see it but anyway for like five years now we've done catchella which is um basically it started because one of her birthdays we were going it was all girls with my, the girl gang we were going out to a bar and it was cat's birthday so we were like why don't we put on cat 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 whiskers like let's just put on cat whiskers how fun would that be so we put on cat whiskers we went to the bar and it was 
un- it, it took on a life of its own. Everyone then, like, p- girls were going into the bathroom and drawing on <laughs> cat whiskers because they thought it was, like, the theme of the night. Oh, so fun. random people, guys were doing it. It was so much fun. So hence birthed Catchella. Wow. So this year she had a house party. It was really cute. It was at um, our friend's, like, beautiful home and just so much fun. So anyway, that's what that was one of my plans this weekend, um, last weekend, and then this weekend. What am I doing? Oh, tonight I have that Beverly Hills oh, fashion yes. event. Yes. So um, the yeah, five star luxury uh, hotel, Sofitel. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. It's like a fashion show and fashion. Just I love anything fashion related. So. Um, so yeah, that's tonight. So that should be fun. I have to figure out what to wear because it's like semi-formal. Wow. I know. I didn't know when I read the invitation and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to like, oh, like upkeep myself. Um, anyway, so right. that's what's going on with us. So we also have a bunch of videos coming out really soon. So keep posted with our, you can like us on Facebook at Matchmakers in the City. Um, Instagram is also at Matchmakers in the City, matchmakersinthecity.com, and then Twitter is at MatchmakersITC. And then, Christina, what is your Instagram? It's at Matchmaker Christina Conti. And then mine is at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. Um, so, yeah, guys, we're super excited for life. <laughs> <laughs> Have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Matchmakers in the City, the podcast. For more information, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.